You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, PostWrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course... YouTube.com forward slash up next every Wednesday night at 10.30 Eastern Time. But oh, not only that, yeah, we're feeling twitchy. Oh, we're twitching. We're twitchers. Wow. We're trying out Twitch. Uh, we are live on Twitch as well. We've just launched our very own Twitch channel. So twitch.tv slash up next podcast yeah we've uh, we've popped my twitch cherry we have yeah I've, I, I've done it i'm on twitch you see i still feel like a a young guy but then hello fellow young kids yeah pretty much pretty much as soon as i heard about this twitch stuff yeah i was like oh i'm old yeah. i'm old um well it's been out for a long time it's now. been out for a while and i i remember doing a, a like a tour of a kids show and like kids would keep on asking who's your favorite youtuber i'm like i don't know like, yeah. that's not a thing for, like, our yeah, generation, yeah. but we know it's got super popular, the whole Twitch thing and gaming and stuff, so we thought we'd give it a go. Everyone and their mom's on Twitch now. Everyone on, and their mom's on Twitch. We're not unionized. We aren't, no. <laughs> um, I did do a live stream on Monday, uh, Monday night for yeah. Monday Night Raw. I was playing 2K19. Right. Uh, created myself, downloaded a load of people, played Eric Marcotte. And Mike Hogan wow. uh, was a lot of fun and had Monday Night Raw on in the background. It made it a bit more bearable. Okay. Um, so we might be doing more things like that. So subscribe to our Twitch channel. And uh, yeah, we'd love to do more gaming. You're about to have a, your own PS4, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine's like, hey, I'm getting the PS5. Take this. I was like, all right, cool. I don't know what, what to do with this. But 
your games will work on it. So you, you got us some headsets. We're going to try doing some more of this gaming because people who listen to us, we, we all always talk about NXT every Wednesday night. We're your NXT friends. Friends. But we talk about all these other things and some on, sometimes on other shows, we get into detail about how we, we, we said fuck 2K20. I think everyone wrestling fans just, just fuck 2020 to be honest. For sure. Yeah. So we're still in the, in the past playing 2K19 and we've been playing. We created the, the BDE championship, the Brain Davy. Experience championship. And if anyone's been following the, the, the storyline that my hangman created downloaded character has been on this roll since quarantine, oh, yeah. like winning. And finally you defeated me with, I think it was stone cold Steve Austin. Stone cold Steve Austin is your new BDE wow. champion. And I think we realize that hangman is just a opportunist because he's good in these multi man hmm. matches. As soon as it was. One-on-one Iron Man match. What was it? 7-2? Well, it's funny. 7-2 to Steve Austin? It's, it's funny you say that because you would say Hangman's an opportunist. I'd say Stone Cold's an opportunist because your controllers don't work. Oh, come on. That's the same for both of us. That's the same for both of us. I think what you mean to say is you don't know how to escape a submission. No. So as soon as I looked in the Boston Crab, you're no. like a young lion just tapping away. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a cheat. You're a fraud. And it will take Twitch to get the truth out there when we get the storyline up and you, going. You're very, you, hangman's on the shelf. You sound very like a certain president I know. Um, we need to recount this, it. No, I said Hangman needs to go away. This, he needs to the, come back uh, for the These same excuses was what happened last time you lost one of these games, oh. which we have coming up this week. Oh, well, well, I have no excuse for that, except a uh, friend of the show, shot, uh, shot in the Dark host, John Ceno, screwed me out of that. There's no, there's no recount of votes. I was fucked over. And it's all going to change because, yes, you talk about storytelling and booking and, well, we're all wrestling fans and, and, and wrestling and storylines. The best storyline going in today is your Survivor Series Draft 2, Thursday night. It's it happens, happening. yeah, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time, and people are just chatting a load of shit right now. Oh. you got way cutting promos on the full gear uh, show. Andrew Thompson's been running his mouth. Yeah. Um, he wins, he plays one game and wins. One game. And he thinks he's the bee's knees. Well, you think you got screwed by him in the last well, game. Well, you know, just, it was up to the YouTube room, and I yeah. think they saw this chipper young kid on the block making his <laughs> debut and and people thought yeah we'll, we'll throw him a bone wow we'll throw him a bone we'll give him this survivor series he he works hard this this kid works hard with the with the reports post wrestling but come on my card was better than his as my survivor series team will be undeniable yeah. tomorrow undeniable Braden. right i'm gonna beat you you better read the fucking rules this time because i don't want any of your whining that you didn't know the rules yeah you've got the rules i've read the rules now see no fuck you <laughs> <laughs> steal my tlc will you way yeah you, those dragons better be all fired up because i'm gonna put them out so uh waiting won the 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 game last year for survivor series yes. so he's the 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 defending champion. But then we, we had different games and we had John Pollock, which right off the bat, congrats. Congrats. From the BDE to the Joe Poe. He will not congrats. be playing the game tomorrow. He won't. Because, uh, he vacated the title. He's going to be busy being a dad. Yeah. Uh, so Way was still, was still the champion, but then we did this greatest SummerSlam game that you had in the summer and Way wasn't on it, but Andrew was and he won. So now we have this like world championship and the WWE championship and we're putting it together. Undisputed 
BDE Games Champion. And it's all going to happen, uh, well, depending whenever you're listening to this, Thursday night on November 8, 19th, sorry, at 7 p.m. Eastern time, youtube.com slash up next and Twitch, and Twitch, Twitch, Twitch.tv yeah. forward slash up next podcast. Yeah. And come be the audience. And if you miss it, the podcast form of it will be available on our Patreon as well. But come join us live because we're going to need an audience. We need to settle this. There ain't no broken controllers. There ain't no not reading the rules. There ain't no stealing my TLC. I saw what Andrew Thompson was I saying. I can He's, steal your team though. Yeah, you can steal my team. I, I think I was robbed. I had a great team last year, but I'm not, I have some what things. Was it? Toriano. Who else was in there? Or- Fandango. Was it Hornswoggle? Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Colt Cabana, probably. Just a bunch of clowns. Uh, well, this year is going to be wild. All I know is Andrew Thompson, John Ceno. They've been they've been using Twitter. They've been using their 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 Twitter fingers, and it ain't gonna match up. It ain't gonna match up. I'm gonna be the sole survivor for the Survivor Series team wow. draft, and it's survival of the littest. And I, sir, will be that. And I'm walking. I may have lost the title in 2K, but I'm picking up the new strap oh, yeah? when it comes to our games. Is that so? Is and that you keep so? saying that that. One of us needs to win, considering we're the hosts of these damn games. I, I spend a lot of time coming up with these games. <laughs> and you I'd can't like to, win. I'd like to blue and win one. I'm like Chris Jericho, as I've said before. If if we don't win, we're never challenging for the <laughs> PD. No, because uh, we're probably not fucking winning. Uh, so, again, join us for that. Uh, it'll be live, but the podcast, patreon.com slash up next. But also... It's going to be Survivor Series this weekend, so therefore, you'll be doing a watch-along and some sort of post-show with that, I believe, as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, on the Patreon, uh, for just $5, patreon.com forward slash up next, uh, you'll hear our live post-show, but also we'll, we'll be going live on YouTube and Twitch for that as well. Um, so join us. We've already mentioned the channels. Uh, the watch-alongs are always uh, probably the most interactive the room ever gets, and especially during these... Um, times where we can't go to shows, it's great watching with our friends. 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 Yeah, uh, it's super cool to do all of these, like, live. Again, every Wednesday night we go live after NXT. Obviously, it feels like a lot of people don't really watch NXT live anymore, but we still do it. We still do it for you, for the people. But, uh, tune in for those as well. But we're doing so many things with this, this game, with the watch-alongs. Uh, like, follow the, the Twitter and the Instagram at UpNextPodcast for all, like, the updates, because we could be randomly tweeting out that we're going to start twitching and streaming and doing stuff. So, uh, feel free to follow us there and stay updated, because sometimes we go live randomly and people join in like, hey, oh, okay, cool. So, uh, shout out those people. Uh, so that is some stuff that we have going on. We had a packed month of shows here in November for Patreon. We had the ECW November to Remember 1995. We just released a special Friday the 13th celebrating oh, yeah. Friday the 13th. Absolutely. We got real stitious. <laughs> Little stitious, superstitious. Uh, that was a fun show. We still remained in spooky season for that. And, uh, best match ever, Survivor Series, non-Survivor Series team matches. Yep. All that's available on the Patreon to listen to, but we like freebies here oh. at Up Next as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So we're going to be putting out on, uh, Friday, I think. This is for the people. Legit. This is for the people. This is legit for you. You asked and you shall receive. We have mentioned that we've been doing Batman. Mm. The free reviews of every Batman movie. And of course, as soon as we announced this, all the people came out and they were like, hey, does this one count? Does this one count? Yeah, we did the 60s one. It's on the Patreon. But we started at Tim Burton's 
We went to the Batman Returns, and this week we will be doing our only animated joint, I think, in this. Or, or does, maybe maybe not the only. Maybe, there's there's another possibility. one. There's, well, the rule is if it's in theaters. Oh, I think that's okay. The rule. Well, Batman: The Mask of the Phantasm was in theaters. Yes. So we are reviewing it. The animated series made a movie in the early '90s. I know people are a huge fan of Batman from the the '90s cartoons. So this movie. We'll be talking about for it's free. It's a cracking film as well. Oh, I, yeah. I've almost finished watching it. I'm going to finish in the morning. Um, it's only about 70, 75 yeah. minutes long. So you do have time to watch it and leave your feedback. The thread is there on the post wrestling forum. So absolutely. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one. I love these Batman reviews. Yeah. We've They're been so get- varied each film. Yeah. Star Wars got very repetitive, but. I'm I'm still I'm still fully into the bats right now. Yeah, it's it's great to see like the differences because we went to two different Tim Burton ones, and even though they're Tim Burton, they had their different feels. This one obviously is a cartoon, and then we'll be getting into all different sorts of, of Batman movies. Yeah, uh, I'm happy we'll never have to do Star Wars ever again. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Oh, because because <laughs> the Mando. Right. That's what you're talking about. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you were talking of about course, when you just yeah. said that. Right. Uh, so the Mando. Everyone's also been asking. We decided. Look, we have a lot of shows already. We have monthly and plans and all these things. We're gonna do a, a like a final show when the Mando season two ends. A retrospective. Yeah. of Kind of the whole whole thing. All ten episodes. But, but uh, qu- quickly, uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. That yeah. is the way. That is the way. I gotta say, I nerded out in the last episode because hard it was a few of my favorite things all coming together yeah uh you had starbuck from battlestar galactica whoa you had the man in black from lost you had sasha banks from wwe you had the dude from kim's convenience you had the dude from kim's convenience (laughs) and then mando obviously from game of thrones as well right all in a star wars thing crazy crazy um i've really been enjoying this season so far uh i do kind of want to get back to kind of the nitty gritty of the whole like proper story. Right. They feel uh, a friend of mine described them as like side missions on video games. You know, when you've got your main mission and it's like, Oh, but now you need to collect these coins from this dude over here before you can continue. (laughs) And I feel the first three episodes have kind of been a bit like that. Um, but super enjoyable. I, the Mandalorian is by far the best thing Star Wars have created for years. It's crazy. It's so good. It's like light years ahead of everything they've done in the past. In my opinion, it's so... I, yeah. And I was like, oh, Mando's back, yeah. And I was kind of a few... I just waited and then did all three in a row just the other day. And I was like, oh, man. But seeing Sasha Banks as like an, a wrestling fan, you're kind of like, yeah, okay. I want to check it out. What I like, there's a moment uh, where she is wearing the uh, the kind of Mando armor. Yeah. And you don't know... You know Sasha Banks is appearing. Right. And there's... I think she dives off like a like a boat or something into the water. Okay. But the way she dived, I was like, oh, that's Sasha Banks. It looked like her doing a tope or something. Right, yeah. Like it just Across looked, body. Yeah, it just looked, oh, that's Sasha. You're like, it's boss time. <laughs> uh, the Mando theme has also been stuck in my head ever since watching. It's, it's One really of the catchy. bars I worked at, the chip printer sounded like the theme. It's like... <laughs> yeah, uh, it's also the way. No, I-, I thought that was very interesting. And the story about how she got the gig, John Favreau was a fan of Hot Ones and okay. saw Sasha Banks on Hot Ones and was like, huh, you're a wrestler? So really? A, it doesn't sound like he really knew what okay. she was doing. And then, uh, alas, she's in 
in Star Wars. So I think uh, this just opened up a whole different world for for Sasha Banks. I I, I thought she did. A, she is a side character, but uh, yeah, without, I, we're I not think mentioning. we'll possibly see her again. Yeah, e- yeah. every week spoilers, he seems to no make spoilers. friends. Friends. Yeah, and it's hey, might see you around again in time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested. I think I, I keep mentioning the Roman Reigns Uso storyline that Roman just looks like an actor to me. Mm. Like when I see Eddie Kingston, he should be like a bad guy in a movie, but seeing Sasha over the years is such like, preferably her heel character, seeing her in like a movie and acting. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And like you said, she can do some of the stunt coordination sure, and yeah. stuff. So I, I'm interested in seeing more of Sasha I'm- Banks. So surprised WWE didn't push it at all. Because <laughs> they're so like, stupid. Like, why? So stupid. You're, it's because you're not using it's your name. One of the biggest things right now, and and you're not going to plug that Sasha Banks is in a Star Wars Disney Plus show. Ridiculous. That company baffles me. Ridiculous. Um, and while we're on the subject of huh. baffling decisions, oh, yeah. and Twitch, tell me, we have a tradition here at Up Next. Oh yeah, it's time to. Pour one out. Oh. Because we've got a match here at Up Next that yeah. we love. It's my favorite <laughs> NXT match. Is it's it your favorite of, NXT match or your favorite match? My, it's probably my favorite match <laughs> Ever. of all time. Yeah. And a big part of that match is a Miss Zelina Vega. Yes. Who, uh, obviously, you all know mm. the news by now, but we do have this tradition. I don't think we're going to go too much into detail because it's been talked about a lot. But let's pour one out to Zelina Vega. Yeah, leave the memories alone. Leave the memories alone. Unless you go to her OnlyFans page. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of her. And uh, I, I don't, we don't know the obvious full details, but you can kind of see some writing on the wall and kind of put two and two together. Uh, I think she's fantastic. You just said that she was a big part of that match. Yeah, look what Andrade has been doing lately. She totally morphed that whole character of Andrade... Uh, Cien Almas, when he's still at his fucking name yeah. in NXT. Yeah, she was a big part. She's a great on-screen what character. What annoys me as well is the beginning of the whole empty arena, Monday Night Raw and stuff. Zelina was a huge part of that. And she was a huge part of actually having that show somewhat entertaining. Every week, she was in multiple segments and stuff. And this is the re- reward you get. But I guess any person now who wants to be released, you're just... Start up an OnlyFans. Go on Twitch. Go on Twitch. So weird. I don't understand how you can't allow these people to go on these things, especially a lot of these NXT people are on and you see they're doing like almost like charity stuff. Mm. Like they're not making a shit ton of money on these things and the money they are, they're kind of donating and stuff as well. You've got got to realize. Not saying everyone's doing that. No, but before they were making so much money from doing house shows and stuff like that. They don't have that now. Should we pour a little out for house shows? Pour a little out. Because they say they're done. Oh, are they done done? (laughs) I want to say good riddance. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but like from the performer's point of view, if you're getting rid of house shows, you need a cut of that TV deal or something. Yep. Um, it's interesting. It looks like, um, one of the sort of actors' equity in in the US. I know actors' equity in the UK, which I'm actually part of, is uh, kind of wrestlers in the UK can join them as a union because you're a performer. And it looks like some, like the Screen Actors Guild or whatever it is, are yeah. kind of doing similar sort of stuff or looking at the potential of having, like, having wrestlers join that, which would be a huge step. And obviously with um, Sleepy Joe... Entering the White House, Andrew Yang has some things he wants to do. So maybe for the first time ever, we might actually see some changes. Uh, cause I, I can imagine there are a lot of very pissed off people in WWE right now. 
I want Sleepy Joe to start his uh, inauguration speech with, that was wild. <laughs> it's been wild. <laughs> Holy. Uh, yeah, his first business, I think we mentioned. But Biden's first business. Biden's is, first business is. Get a union in wrestling. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, would love to see it. It's it's something that, like, yeah, we usually just kind of talk about the show. And we do talk about some serious issues and stuff. But as any of us who are wrestling fans, these are characters played by actual people, we want to see them, you know, make make money and, and do well for themselves and advance in anything because, like, they've brought us so much entertainment and, and they're characters that we welcome into our homes every week. And it's kind of, we're watching them getting the bone here. Like, not getting a bone, really. We're mm. watching them getting screwed over and it's kind of rubbing fans the wrong way, I would say. Me as a fan, I'm like, really? Like, what's, why can't Paige out of, I mean, she's continuing twitching. Why can't she? She's not even fucking wrestling. She's yeah. not. Why can't she? When Mia uh, uh, Yim goes on and she's like donating to different causes, it's like, you're looking like the bad guys. They Stop. are the bad yeah, guys. Yeah, they They've are. They've always been yeah, the bad they guys. Are. But they are. No one does anything about it. And unfortunately, it nothing will happen until talent do stand up for yeah. themselves and their rights. And maybe it does need a, an Andrew Yang to step in and kind of spearhead it a bit. But it's... Um, we said we weren't going to go into it much, but yeah, yeah. It, it's a big issue and it, I do find it kind of fascinating and I hope we see some changes for the better because like I, we say this all the time, like we both love wrestling, but it makes it really hard to support sometimes. Like yeah. we do, we, <laughs> our job is talking about a WWE product yep. every week and I feel like a hypocrite at times doing it for supporting them and for buying the network and stuff like that. Because they're pieces of shit, <laughs> realistically. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it it very opens your eyes as a fan. Now you're like, oh, that's a dick move, and uh, it's it's definitely showing a lot of people. And if Zelina Vega, who's obviously you know, some people are like, who who's that to some of like you know wrestling fans, but to the like the diehards, we're like, oh, maybe that can help move the needle for other people. I've seen what Paige has been saying, and she's. Not moving on this situation. She's saying she's changed it to her name. I mean, she's doing all the she's things. She's probably making a whole lot more than she is in WWE, seeing that she's not getting any bonuses for being on telly or yeah. anything like that. Um, she's like, yeah, fire me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I know it's also opened the eyes to these things now. People like us are like, hey, why don't we use the Twitch? All right, screw it. We'll go, we'll use the Twitch. I feel like it's maybe done the opposite as well. People now want to, want to go and there's going to be more people clicking these things the other day. Oh, I'm sure because Zelina went on Twitch right after being fired. I'm sure she had more views than ever. Yeah. Right then. So, you know, I, I hope the best for all these performers and, and, employees that are kind of getting screwed over and we all kind of watch. And it, again, it, it can be all hearsay, she say, all that stuff, but it's, we, we can kind of read between the lines and we, we all want to support these people and hope they're, they're getting their check. They're getting their bread. That's what we want to see. I want to just see everyone equally happy, successful. For sure. Love. I don't know. Why can't people make money? Yeah. <laughs> just, just let them. Just let them make money. If it's going on playing games and shit, yeah. fuck. Like, dude, what is wrong with them doing They're that? Fucking insane. Yeah, really ridiculous. Uh, we are not unionized, but uh, we'll 
We're allowed to Twitch. We're allowed to Twitch. Yeah, yeah, we can do fun. whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> it's our show. Yeah, patreon.com slash up next. That's where you can go and give us our bread for all the stuff that we do. Go check us out. Uh, you did mention uh, that I'll be doing a watch along on Sunday for Survivor Series. Um, but are you aware of any of the matches going ahead? Because we often give our predictions. So I thought we'd do some predictions. Uh, it, this game is often... Do you want to know the card, Brayden? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to guess. I swear to you, I actually do not know the card. Like, I don't. Okay. I'm not lying. I do not know the card. But I will I will say that there's there is, there's cross-promotional matches. So, yeah. uh, spoilers, but I saw that Drew McIntyre re-won the title. Therefore, he's going to face Roman Reigns. Yeah. Right? That's right. Okay. That's right. Uh, it was a good match on Monday, actually. We okay. had it on whilst we simulated... Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre on 2K19. With your broken controller. With the broken controller. <laughs> and Randy beat Roman. Oh. Uh, sorry, Randy beat Drew in that. Okay. With an assist from 2012 Kofi Kingston. Nice. That did not happen on Raw. Oh. Drew won with the Claymore. And that means he will be facing Roman Reigns in a champion versus champion match. So wait, Randy's not on the card? Randy's not on the card as of... This moment. There's a, a new 2 Chains music video where he, RK, I, I he RKO's it, yeah. a model and the, and the girl. And the... So, Roman v. Drew, who's your money on? Uh, Roman. I think it'll be Roman. Uh, Make Roman look strong. Yeah, I think maybe you'll see some kind of angle. They, they seem to be setting something up with Sheamus and Drew, so maybe they pull the trigger with that. I'm just looking at Roman's shirt and Drew's shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm picking Roman. I want Roman's shirt for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, show up and win. That's what I'm going to be doing on our Survivor Series game. and win. We have Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, versus Sasha Banks, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, Sasha versus Asuka. Mm. I'm going to go with Sasha because this is the way. I think Sasha as well. She... She's kind of just won the SmackDown Women's Championship recently. She had her first successful title defense ever against Bailey on SmackDown. And Sasha and Asuka faced a bunch during throughout the year when Sasha was a heel and Asuka won every time. So I think maybe this is a time to make Sasha look strong. Sasha has been, I, I know we're going off on Sasha today, but Sasha also did some interview and she, there was a video of her talking about how she wants to, when borders are open and everything's looking a little bit better, she, she's getting on a plane to go have a match in Japan against Kyrie. She wants oh, a match nice. with, uh, Sakamura. Satomura? Yep, Mako Satomura. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, is it t- t- Toyota? Someone who's famous. Uh, right. I'm blank. Someone knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, she called out all these, like, Japanese women wrestlers saying, like, I'm, I'm bored. I want to fight. So, right. not, o- <laughs> not only is she doing Star Wars, but she's just calling out people. I like it. We have the new day consisting of Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods taking on the Street Profits. Uh, I think this could be a really fun match, actually. Uh, who's your money on? Uh, I'm going to go with the Gears of Wars guys. The New Day? Yeah, I think it's What I like with this is so far, and we still do have a SmackDown left, they haven't done the one show invading the other, which is very played out. Yeah. But what I did like is because Big E is on SmackDown with the Street Profits, he kind of like sort of did the promo for the New Day. Um, because obviously he's still there and they're yeah. his boys and he was calling the street po- profits like budget new day, Ooh. like home brand new day, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, great value. I think that could be pretty good. We've got in a, a rematch from a few years ago, which was what? a fantastic feud. 
Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> no sisters involved this time. Uh, yeah, Sammy. Sammy? It's probably not happening, but Sammy. Uh, I'd like to see Sammy too. He can, he can sneak out a cheeky victory there. His tweets against Lashley should not tweet. <laughs> oh no, what did he do? <laughs> Just, they tried, they tried to do a thing where they're like, we'll tweet each other to sell the match. And I was like, wow, you're light years, uh, behind Sammy. Oh, Sammy's here. Quick, yeah, Sammy's yeah. way too funny for you. We have Team Raw, Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Don't Lacey care, Evans, to be honest. Peyton Royce. What the fuck? That sounds like the worst team Ever. Yeah, well, you started with Nia Jax. You could have just Against ended with that. <laughs> Bianca Belair, Ruby Wright, that Liv team. Morgan, and two members to be determined. Oh. Uh, yeah, let's go SmackDown. I'd, I'd like to see Bianca actually, uh, be kind of sole survivor and just, like, destroy everyone. I think Bianca is a, a star that they have that they're kind of sitting on right now. And I think Survivor Series is often a good time to kind of start to elevate someone a bit in Definitely. these team matches. Uh, so I'm going to go with SmackDown there and Bianca Belair as sole survivor. Then we have Team Raw, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and don't call him Matt, Riddle, versus Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and To Be Determined. The Undertaker. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> We'll get to Undertaker, but <sighs> I I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> uh, the Raw team. You th- I don't know. The I, Undertaker. Fuck. I I, I think you could be right. I think I think Taker could be on Team SmackDown. <laughs> sure. Um. So let's say it's it's the final farewell, apparently, sure. to the Undertaker until Saudi. Are you buying it? Is this no. it? Are they going to do an angle? <laughs> Are they going to do an angle? I maybe I. I, I I imagine so. It seems I don't know. Am I alone on an island here that this all seems like not doesn't the heart your heart doesn't get those warm feelings that we've gotten in wrestling mo- I, things? You know, I'm not feeling it. I just don't. It seems fake. Yeah, I kind of don't see why you do this. Like, but by all accounts, all the reports they're gearing to have fans, maybe even for the Rumble, but certainly for right. WrestleMania. The report I read today that yeah. they're. Um, they're hoping to maybe start having live attendance after, like the Raw after WrestleMania yeah. and stuff. Why would you do a a final farewell to The Undertaker in front, front of a bunch of video yeah, screens? Yeah, it's a farce. I think it's an angle. I think we're get, getting another match. Oh, my God. You know what's happening. What's happening? They're, they're going to have The Undertaker come out and try to retire, and someone's going to stop him. They're saying, Undertaker, you can't retire until you fight me, and it's going to be Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Book it. You're, you're, you're banned from talking about Sting. Quick, show. put money on Sting coming out on Survivor Series. Hey, he debuted also in the WWE what, at a Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Same as The Undertaker. Yeah. How do I put money on Sting coming out? Um, To be honest, I wouldn't mind if it's just AJ again. AJ sure. can interrupt and just be a dick. Right. Um, and challenge Undertaker to, you know, a proper match. Because I think if Undertaker's going to have a good match, it's going to be against someone the likes of, uh, like, a AJ, a Brian, uh Rollins. Like, a smaller guy who can bump around for him and also pretty smart as well with their wrestling. Right. If if you are going to have one more match. But maybe it's just the final farewell. Biker Taker versus Surfer Sting. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'll find a bookie that you can place that bet on for you. <laughs> I'm excited for Survivor Series now, now knowing that Sting's coming. 
You're not a fan of either of them. Greatest wrestler ever of all time, Sting. So, when are we doing a best match ever, Sting? Uh, It'll have to be in the new year, but we'll definitely look forward to it. We talked about uh, Great American Bash recently with Sting as the main event. um, With... um, the kid from Back to the Future and uh, Wonder Years as the guest judge for no reason whatsoever. So maybe we'll talk more about some Sting. We just did a best match ever for Survivor Series non-Dream Team. We do have a best match ever coming up with Benno. Yeah. He's going to be joining us to talk all about the Samoa Joe title run, the epic one, back in Ring of Honor. So he's the Benno is the Ring of Honor guy. He is, and we'll be talking all about Joe versus Loki, Joe versus Xavier, Joe versus Paul London, Jay Briscoe, Homicide, Daniel Bryan, Punk, Aries. So get, yeah. get watching your Samoa Joe title run because we'll be talking with him next week. So yeah. giving you plenty of warning to watch these matches. Find them however you may. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ring of Honor matches can be hard to find these these days. You know what's not hard to find, though? Sting matches. Okay. Yeah, so right. definitely get getting getting into that <laughs> in the new year for sure. Uh, but that's all the, stu- the stuff that we didn't even know we were going to talk about. Um, we talk about some weird things. Uh, quick, last plug. We did a World Champ show this week. Oh, was it the best show we've ever done? But I think... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear two roommates out each other on funny shit, that's the show. Behind yeah. the BDE. World Champ exclusive. Penguins in the weekend. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it was uh, it was a banger. And I, I, I never lie. So the statement I just said could be true. It's Waiting's favorite show. Yeah. Every time, we always get some comment. Oh, he loves it. Soon after. He was the first person to listen to it. This was just a, a penguin emoji. Yeah, yeah. He he messaged it really early on. So I was like, how did he listen to this already? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the plug. Patreon.com slash up next. $5 a month, though. North American Championship tier. Gets you all the shows we were mentioning earlier and every show back in the catalog that we do. So many podcasts. So go check us out. And ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next for a t-shirt. Fuck it. Yeah. Not, throw it out there. But okay, let's talk about the show we're here to talk about, and that is NXT. From November 18th, 2020, from the CWC, and we start off with the rematch of the century from last week. The North American title on the line. Leon Ruff, the new champion, comes out. They show this promo package with a recap of last week. With Johnny Gargano with his wheel, there's some funny music. It shows what happened with Ruff getting the pinfall victory. Recap of Ruff in Evolve in his story and him on the main roster getting beat up by everyone. But Johnny comes out and says, cut this cut this crap out. Turn this off. No one needs to see this. Stop it. Let's just get into this match. You're just a pawn in Damien Priest, Damien Priest's game and he just wants to make me look like a fool. Well, Johnny doesn't suck. Johnny's the best. And and look at you, Leon Ruff. And then he slaps him, and the match begins. Johnny, Leon Ruff, North American title. And he he's just kicking him around. He's bullying him. He's saying, you're a joke. He's chopping him in the corner like hell. These chops look like it hurts. Uh, but Ruff slides out of his, his clutches and does his double rope jump escape thing. Uh, does a kip up, gets a kick there. There's like a Rana, a drop kick. He's on fire for a second. Goes for like a springboard 
Tope Con Hero here. Um, totally misses Johnny, but Wade Barrett on commentary is like, ah, he, you know, he almost got to, him. to show yeah, him maybe a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yep. I'm sorry. Uh, so he's he's kind of getting Johnny um, flustered here. He didn't expect this from Leon Ruff. So gets into the ring and goes for the move that he won last week with this like crucifix type thing. But Johnny counters that with this clothesline and then. When Johnny's setting up for the, the final beat, it's Damien Priest who comes out, kind of distracts Johnny here. And there's a roll up from Ruff for a two count, a lunatic lariat and a swanton, but it's a miss from Ruff. And then Johnny, we don't see him do this, the, the power bomb. He's never, like I mentioned last well, week, he's against he's ne- yeah, he never has the size advantage here. He goes for the final beat and it's Priest who pulls Ruff out of the ring before before the ref can count the three count and then says, sorry, kid, as he strikes Leon Ruff, therefore causing the disqualification. Leon Ruff wins by DQ and retains the title. It was all a game to Priest. He's laughing and he got the one up on Johnny here. And Johnny is freaking out and losing his shit while Priest laughs and Ruff celebrates, but also kind of hurt him. Yeah, I I thought this was a um, better match than they had last week. I think they, like, Leon Ruff actually was able to showcase himself a bit more, that he's more than necessarily just a fluke. Um, what did you think of the end with Priest, like, deliberately getting Ruff? Yeah, DQ'd? I don't know. I feel like, it's silly. I kind of saw it coming right as soon as he was out on the ramp. I'm like, oh, he's going to do, we're going to see this prolonged even more. I'm really happy for Leon Ruff getting this like spot here, but I, I'm going to be completely honest. It drags this, this like story kind of down. Uh, and it's not because of Leon Ruff. It's just we, we saw Johnny win and it's like, okay, let's, let's take Johnny with the title and then look at all the match types. We can go down and fresh. We need fresh mm. stories going, not just matches and stuff. We need fresh stories and having a heel Johnny with the title opens the door to so many different people. And somehow we're on this, and it's not really that hot. So I'm just kind of like, okay, this is just prolonging this priest Gargano feud, which I felt like could could be done. So yeah, I I think it's a sh- I I know we say this every week, but this is my one time tonight. It's a shame a crowd wasn't there for this Leon Ruff win because I think especially a full sale crowd would take to it really yeah, well. A moment, and I think this match this week, if you had a full sale crowd they'd be chirping johnny the whole time and would add a little bit more to it um i've got no problem with i actually think it's really refreshing having rough win this but the problem is i feel like he's ultimately gonna be a punchline and we'll see he is we'll see this go to one of the uh, i assume we're going to a triple threat match that's yeah. what it looks like at war games uh, whoa, which whoa. we'll get to spoilers um and yeah i i know what you mean but i'm I love Johnny Gargano. I'm just done with him in NXT. It's the mm. North American titles beneath him. I think, I think we need that division should be your people on the rise, not people on the way down. Yeah. Uh, I just, I thought Johnny in this spot would then have a, a run where he has like different challengers and, and helps elevate people in that regard. Like here in NXT, we love the good matches and, yeah. and storylines and stuff like that. 
it's it seems like we've lost that. And I know I was not I wasn't negative on Keith Lee winning the title, but when Keith Lee won the title, it felt like a very WWE thing and not NXT. And I feel like ever since then, the show has not been the NXT that we we kind of no, knew it was. You're right. Yeah. And and since then, it's very WWE. It's very Hunter, Sean, and Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> who will see later yeah uh like p- coming pulling the strings and it's and they're doing great stuff but they're just leaning on this like wwe type thing that's just cut and paste and uh and, and it's i'm not saying that this wasn't creative with the whole angle of him causing gargano the match but it's just it's just not like that cool it's not hot it's not exciting i wasn't rushing to go come see this match um i thought it would be johnny squashing him so i mean that i guess prolongs the story i think the triple threat match could be quite good but i as you said i feel these two priest and gargano have feuded for a, a while now and to me it just felt like a one and done kind of feud and both should move away and that's a, there are exceptions obviously with like gargano and champa and things like that but Quite often, the the feuds don't last too long in NXT. You build to your big takeover, and then you move into a different direction. Yeah. And it just feels like they're treading water. And I I think the problem for me is, and he's great. He's great at everything he does, but it's Gargano. I'm, I'm just done with him in NXT. You want him to be the guy in WWE, which... I, which he won't be, unfortunately, but he should be. Right. Um, but I we've said before about NXT always being this conveyor belt, and you always put in the new talent and then people will graduate to the main roster and they've they've stopped doing that and this North American scene is suffering because I really feel this scene right now should be consisting of the likes of uh, Cameron Grimes and for sure Leon Ruff people like that Kushida Kushida yeah Damian Priest yeah, exactly. he had the title and lost it pretty quick but I was happy that Johnny took it but it just isn't the direction I thought it was going to go into no. if this was the direction he shouldn't just shouldn't have dropped it from Priest like Priest shouldn't have dropped it, um, but I just are we gonna we're gonna get this triple threat, which we'll get to. This isn't the last we kind of see of these three yeah. in this situation, but uh, we'll get to that a little bit later and talk about it more. But uh, yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes, he's backstage. He's got a match tonight. Oh, if you thought we didn't like that first match, <laughs> Cameron Grimes says, Cameron Grimes showed the world that I'm not scared. I'm not afraid of Dexter Loomis. He's just a regular man. All I had to do was cover his eyes, and it was fine. And Cameron Grimes is afraid of no man. Cameron Grimes is a rocket ship, and I'm going to the moon. So uh, up next is Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis in a blindfold match. That's it. Nothing to see here, folks. That's, that's, that's about it. Um, if you're not sure what a blindfold match is, it's where both competitors in a wrestling match wear bags over their heads. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> this, oh, I just got in a really bad mood now. Um, just because you remembered you had to watch this earlier. Yeah, is the, this is the match now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's <laughs> Beth who's going, who's selling this like it's hell in a cell. She's like, oh, this this match you don't see very often, and she's yeah, going to go it on sucks because it's so dangerous. But no, it's because it's a terrible idea. How about you wrestle without being able to see each other? This is so stupid. Yeah, I I, I don't understand. This is an old gimmick. They've done it before in, in wrestling. I'm pretty sure they've done it like at a 
at a WrestleMania, which is so fucking stupid. I remember hating that. But uh, this is now Grimes versus Dexter in a blindfold match. I'm getting Friday the 13th Part 2 vibes. <laughs> they just got a bag on their fucking head. Um, Cameron Grimes... Uh, Attack, he, he tries to attack Loomis, who just stands still in the middle of the ring while Grimes is the one, like, can't see and he's running around the ring. He eventually gets his hands on the ref, who he then attacks. He gets all excited. And it's the zombie ref, yeah. right? So he takes that ref out and then finally realizes he didn't take – it was it was the ref. So he now has the upper hand because he took his, his, his bag off his head mm. um, and then tries to attack Loomis here. Um, and then it's just L- Loomis catching him and throwing him around. And then Grimes like gets thrown on the outside to like the cage and the plastic walls a bunch of times. And then finally gets thrown again, but he climbs up it, climbs over one and then just runs away. And that's it. We don't, I thought we were maybe going to go back to Dexter chasing this dude around or something, but no, that yeah. was it. The non-finish. This is so stupid. I I think Cameron Grimes is a fantastic wrestler, great performer. He's in completely the wrong role here. We, we said on the, the Full Gear review about John Silver at Orange Cassidy, which completely over-delivered yeah. and took people by surprise. We were saying that a John Silver wouldn't be allowed to wrestle in WWE with this character he's got. Right. He's got this over-the-top comedic character, and WWE would just see that and not allow him to showcase how good of a wrestler he is. Cameron Grimes is evident of that to me. Yeah. Because they realize, oh, this guy can do comedy really well. He's really funny. So let's just strip away all the talented wrestling ability he has and just make him a joke. Um, so stupid. This was one of the worst so things stupid. I've seen this year. Why, this was a complete fucking waste of time. I love Cameron Grimes. Let's let and you know what Dexter Loomis on he's had some good stuff in NXT. I'm not saying he's my favorite guy, and the gimmick obviously has kind of run its course. So Halloween's over. We're done with you for a little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they still continue this, and the fact that I'm a wrestling fan. I'm going to tune into this show. I might PVR and watch the better show before this, but I'm going to watch the show because it's a wrestling show. I'm going to hate this as a wrestling fan. I'm going to hate this. And I'm just assuming that all wrestling fans hate this. But then are they trying to get non-fans to think, oh, that's funny. That's cool. They're blindfolded and they have to fight. Oh, my God. No, it's stupid. I mean, let us know. Like, I, I won't be mad at you if you enjoy this. I will be. <laughs> like, but I want to know who is this catering to? The blindfold. The zombie house match, that, I understand. It was, it was a, fine, it was Halloween. Yeah, it was a cinema match. There was like, there was, there was bendy ladies. There was some thought that had gone into it. This made me want to wear a bag over my head. Oh. Because I, I embarrassed to be a wrestling fan when I see shit like this. I just don't understand. Is this how people felt, WrestleMania 7, when they watched that blindfold match? Were they like, oh, oh, jeez. That was stupid. Like, Fuck, I just, I don't get it. Cameron Grimes is actually super talented. Um, he was known as Trevor Lee. He was great. And now he's putting bags on his head. Yeah. Double bag it. Double bag this match. You can't see me. This is bad. This might be, it's technically a match. It was a match, yeah. So it could be on people's worst match of the year. And it's unfortunate that Cameron Grimes has to be associated with such 
terrible things. Uh, this was super, super bad. Uh, don't, don't even, go, the, don't even go back and watch it. Oh, I almost said the YouTube room. The Twitch room. Wow. Um, is saying that at least the WrestleMania match had a like a hot angle for it, right? And it kind of made sense why it was like. What was the reason be- behind having the blindfolds on? Because he knows if he can't see him, he can't scare him. Ugh, okay, great. His eyes, it's all about Dexter Loomis's eyes, right? His gaze, right? right? He's always staring. He doesn't blink. Mm-hmm. He'd be really hard to beat at the staring contest. Then why why not just both wear masks so you can't see the eyes and you can actually wrestle? Like, like, like what kind of... They're like wearing Sinkara's masks. Like Sinkara's mask. <laughs> but, you know, that covers the eyes. Just wrestle. Just move on from and this. And wrestle, Why yeah. is he so scared of this guy? And what's upsetting is this is going to continue. They're going to be a this, tag team. This wasn't a finish. Sure. <laughs> Great. The, the blindfolded people. Uh, yeah, I, we've talked about it for too long. Honestly, I did, we, as you can tell, we did not like this. This was not good. Mm. It wasn't even laughable bad. It's just really bad. It's just bad. Yeah. Well, Rhea Ripley is coming to the arena and she's walking through the parking lot and she got through safely. She did. Yeah. She did. Okay. Th- this she is, did. this, this is CWC. It seems safer. Yeah, when you have Jake Atlas running around with pipes. <laughs> Jeez. But I he knew to get out of there quick, didn't he? <laughs> I wouldn't say this parking lot's safe. Oh, it, They're it's, teasing it's not, us. Not as bad as Full Cell, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's still not safe. Right. But Rhea Ripley walked through safely here. Um, so we're backstage with William Regal, who is with Damien Priest. And he's like, hey, Priest, you can't be going around punching people in the mouth. And Priest is like, all right, you know what, Mr. Regal, you're, you're kind of right. Maybe I was out there having too much fun. And he kind of downplays Leon Ruff. And in comes Leon Ruff, the North American title. He goes, whoa, whoa, am I a joke to you? Am I a clown? Do I amuse you? <laughs> he says, am I a joke to you? You, you seem to be saying you were having fun. Well, like, if, if I, can't retain the title, then I shouldn't be champion. And he tries to give the title. He's like, yeah, go. I'm a joke. I'm a joke. I'm not a real wrestler. Priest is like, whoa, dude, sorry. This is, that's not what I meant. Uh, uh, you're taking it out of context. Like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, no. And he slaps Damien Priest and Leon Ruff walks off. And William Regal's like, serves you right. I actually quite like this because Priest was being a dick. He, he's your baby face here, but he was being a dick. Yeah. And I'd be offended if I was Leon Ruff. Yeah. Like, I'm the champion. You're not Damien Priest, so take me seriously. Um, I thought Ruff sounded pretty good here as well, and I like the slap. So, although I'm not the biggest fan of this whole story, it's, as I said, it's more the Gargano Priest aspect that that feud's going on forever. But I thought Ruff did really well, considering this is pretty much his first time actually talking on TV that I'm aware of. Yeah. Well, we'll see more of him even more. Yeah. Going forward. But, Let's get to the real meat of this show. The real reason you showed up. The big right, announcement. What's next? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, not what's next. Up next. Up next. Yeah. Well, we have Shotzi Blackheart in what seems to be some sort of like, it's dark lighting and she's like in some sort of, I don't know, like a mechanic shop, an auto shop. She's got a shirt on. There's grease stains all over. It's like, like the beginning of Flashdance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's her in the shop and she's there's there's sirens going off sound effects and guys she's building a new tank and she says people like to tear you down they want to destroy everything and then i really marked out i kind of lost track of what she was saying because black sabbath 
War Pigs starts to play in the background. Yeah, we, we know. You know what's coming. She says, Candace, you better get yourself an army. Because December 6th? Yes, yeah. December 6th. We are going to war. Yes, that's right. War games. This video is great. I love Shotzi. I thought she, she's the character that can always pull off these kind of things. <laughs> Just yelling but, ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> but I think the world were upset yeah. today. Yeah. For one reason. Yeah. There's only one person in WWE, in NXT, hell, the world, right. who can announce war games. And it's Mr. William Regal. Yeah, we didn't even get that. War games! There was a chance to do it later. Didn't do it. As we're recording this, we go live right after the show, and usually WWE.com puts stuff out that we talk about on Up Nextra every Thursday. But there was no Regal at the end of the show tonight to kind of do that. That was definitely his chance to do it. Uh, Maybe they know it's funny, and so they don't want to do it. I don't know. Uh, Mm. But, yeah. But it shows to me how much faith they have in Shotzi as a performer. Um, She was fantastic as the host of Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Um, Great here. I could see her being like a host for WrestleMania one day because they've done that in the past with wrestlers. Like I know New Day hosted one year and Alexa Bliss hosted one year. I could totally see Shotzi hosting a WrestleMania one day because she's just brilliant. And I think everything they throw at her for her to do, she knocks it out of the park. Uh, I know people give WWE shit for it's like Vince McMahon only listens to ACDC. Well, at least Triple H, the music in NXT is like totally all over the place. I know we complain about the fucking theme that we actually have, which is uh, Slipknot. But War Games with War Pigs is fucking Pretty lit. Cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out the War Pigs solo because everyone knows the greatest solo. What's a better solo than the War Pig solo? Come on. There isn't any. Uh, I'm excited. War Games. And it seems like it's going to be Team Shotzi versus Team Candace. She's telling Candace, better get a team. You better build. And I can't, she's definitely coming out to War Games in a brand new tank. Oh, yeah. For war. A bigger and badder tank. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I can't wait. So, War Games, we'll be chatting with that. Is Will this... she be in the shark cage in a tank? A shark? Well, you know, they, they're oh, locked yeah. in the shark cage, aren't they? In any she's got to come out first, then. Yeah. So, she starts the match, I guess. In a tank. Yeah. Crashes it. Bring it in the ring. Use it as a weapon. Cool. Yeah. Her new tank's going to have, like, weapons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shoots rockets yes yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna on our batman reviews we've been talking about uh the every batman movie we talk about the bruce the the villains the the batman the gadgets and the car and we've been talking about the the, the batmobile well what if shotzi's like got this new souped up mark two yeah yeah like the tank's got like some next Wings. level a flying tank flying tank jeez could team up with kushida and make some kind of delorean delorean tank, tank? yeah jeez that's great, Scott. Wow. I'm, you've sold me on, I don't know if that's going to happen, but like, you know, unless Kushida joins Team Shotzi. <laughs> what else is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's in a match next. <laughs> yeah, just floating around. Yeah. Uh, he's in a match, uh, not next, but, uh, the next match we go to is Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Uh, now, Candice and Indy, they're besties now. She swapped out Dakota. She said, Dakota, uh, sorry, not Dakota. Tegan, you're mean. You break my, my man's TV. Well, Indy, she buys us new ones. Indy sounds great. Yeah. She helps you dresses as ghost face, helps you 
win matches. Well, almost helped. She, well, she helped Johnny. Yeah. We're still not shown who helped Johnny. I think we just assume it's Indy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's weird. It's David Arquette. Indy just had super strength. <laughs> they were ghosts. Yeah, Indy just looked a total different body type <laughs> under the costume. Um, they filmed, they finished rap on Scream 5. And they're calling it Scream. They're just calling it Scream. Scream. With the 5 as it, the It S. has to be 5. With the, the S. S. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, got to be. It's got to be, right. be that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think we've been doing Scream updates every show. <laughs> <I think> so. <laughs> I'm excited. We just don't want to talk about the match. Uh, so Candace and Indy versus Casey and Caden. Um, Indy has some offense and they tag in and out Candace and Indy beating up on Casey. Indy hits a pretty cool spinning sidewalk slam for a near fall. Uh, there's Carter who, who's now tagged in and gets a hot tag who hits a series of strikes and, uh, a really cool, like, twisting flatliner, almost like the sister Abigail on Candace LeRae for a near fall. Uh, Candace hits a suplex into the ring on Carter. And then when Hartwell is on the outside with Catanzaro, it allows Candace to hit Carter with the wicked stepsister stomp. Just, just the solo stomp this time. She said, uh, Indy, sit this one out. Let me do yeah. the stomp. Let me do the stomp. And Candace pins Carter. Indy and Candace win this match. Going on to war games. I don't really have much to say about this, to be honest. It was just there. I didn't think they worked particularly well with each other. Um, Indy, I'm, I'm still not kind of decided on. I think I need to see a bit more of her before I kind of yeah. decide what I think. Yeah. Um, she seemed a little sloppy here and there, um, but maybe it's just nerves because she's in a kind of bigger position than she was before. Um, but yeah, this this was okay. It felt like a low point of the night for me. Yeah, uh, well, the low point was definitely the blindfold match. But that was the <laughs> lowest point. This was just a low point. <laughs> that was the rock bottom. Uh, this was this was okay. There were some cool moves in there, but yeah, it didn't really move the needle for me as well. Uh, we have an insert like video pro package up next: the return of Raw superstar Arturo Huas. Huas. Yeah, remember him? Yeah, I love this guy. Yeah. He was in Evolve. We had him in NXT for a little while like here. Two years ago. Yeah, he was a he was like a regular kind of enhancement talent here in NXT, and kind of we we kind of had high hopes for him. We we saw some 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 future, and then apparently he was drafted to Raw, but now he's here back on Wednesday nights, and he's going up against which is much much better. Oh I'd yeah, much rather have him here. They say he's fighting next. Nice, but when we come back, we see Io Shirai has also arrived safely walks through the parking lot for her match against Rhea Ripley tonight for the title. But up next, right now, Arturo, Arturo Huas is in the ring with Kushida, and it's a one-on-one match here. This uh, sounds pretty good from the get-go. Oh, You're yeah. like, all right, yeah, I'm down. Uh, Arturo is, like, on this, like, mean streak where he just goes after Kushida with, like, twisting arm holds and, like, shoulder breaker type moves keeps him going for kimuras and yeah stuff. he's all over the place climbing him and trying to do all these things uh there's like elbows and more shoulder holds and then there's a, a spot where he hits this series of knees a giant knee to kushida's gut uh commentary mentions that kushida has been a lot happier lately in nxt because he can be himself what i got out of that is he's really happy because he can wear jeans to work now <laughs> 
and actually wrestle yeah, a bit I more regularly. So. Yeah, uh, because then he does his patented cartwheel into the low drop kick. Uh, and then there's a spot where Kushida uh, takes a page out of Pete Dunne's book here and just decides to break your fingers, as or or should I say, break your phalanges? Yeah, as Beth points out. <laughs> What's a phalange? A finger? Phalanges? Yeah, but part of your fingers. Oh, but just. You don't need to be so specific. <laughs> Didn't really. All the time. Doesn't so, really. Oh, re- targeting those phalanges there. They're fingers, Beth. Just call them fingers. Break your phalanges. Break your phalanges. Yeah. Uh, so Kushida's working now on the arms and hands as he always does. And then Kushida does this move where he just runs at Huas, jumps onto him like a koala bear or something, and then locks in the hoverboard lock. And Huas is trying to fight out of this, trying to, he's very technical as well. But it turns into Kushida getting on top with this like upside down inverted bridging pin and gets the the victory over Huas here. Kushida winning this match. Awesome finish, I thought. I, I really enjoyed this match. I've missed watching Huas. And the, the thing that I find a shame is this guy, it feels like it was probably two years ago he was in NXT yep. before going to Evolve. And he's come back and he's in exactly Where the same was. spot. Um, this is a guy I think you could like start doing vignettes for, bring out and beat up people. I'm, I'd love to see who asks Timothy Thatcher. I think that would be an excellent match and really work well with both of their styles. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed the match. I, I think Kashida is someone you need to be elevating up the card into title contention. It was just. A shame to see who has take the L after coming back. And I, I hope they have bigger plans for him. Yeah, it felt weird because they're like, hey, after the break, don't go anywhere because this guy's coming back. And like to, to the like casual fans, they're like, uh, that guy who loses? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But to us, we're like, okay, yeah, this could be the time they push him. And then we got back and it's like he's facing Kushida. And we're like, yeah, oh. but oh, poor guy. Uh, but he did the Z- Kushida with the Zack Sabre Jr. pin. Yeah. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was the thing. He's uh, still a thing. Yeah, yeah. He's tag champion. He's just not on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not getting into that tonight. I'm not getting into that tonight. So, I like the finish. Kushida's Me great. Me too. I like the match. I thought yeah. it was a really good match. And I, I continue to think Kushida should be going into the the North American title I think picture. world title picture. Sure. I mean, you could Kushida do Finn Kushida Bala? Finn, yeah. Kushida Kyle. There's so many different Absolutely, aspects yeah. up there. Uh, Kushida Pat. Oh, Imagine Kushida. Pat, I mean, he Pat does does Kushida's dive off the top. If he you does, remember in his yeah. Adam Cole match, so dream match. Mm. Pat McAfee versus Kushida, the brand versus the guy who likes Back to the Future. Yes, <laughs> Mackenzie Mitchell's backstage with Ember Moon and Tony Storm, and Ember Moon mentions Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and how they suck. She calls him a name, but the audio was reminding me of AEW a little bit. Cut out for a, a second. Wonky. Yeah, a little weird. Um, Tony mentions, yeah, cool, I have this match, but I, I'm looking ahead to the women's title. And Ember Moon's like, hey, whoa, let's worry about tonight. And then that's, that's the promo. But I want to talk about the real big thing to talk about from this. Okay. Ember Moon's outfit with pop can tabs as a bra. So she was a werewolf. Then she was like a, a Mad Max. Now she's a recycler. Now she's a can of Coke. 
machine. So I'm talking about like the tabs off your yeah. your your cans. She's got that like as her gear. Like it's re- it's attached to her, her clothing. Mm. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting. She clearly doesn't know that you should be donating your tabs, and they can make wheelchairs out of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, Ember, like, come on. I'm sorry, she should not be wearing them. You have a perfect, well, perfectly. She, she's still recycling somehow. Right, she is because she's using yeah. it as like. Gear. Just Ember Moon, I, uh, I don't like just going off on people, but she just irritates me so so much. <laughs> this before she even spoke, there were about three seconds, and she pulled like seventeen different facial expressions, where she's like squinting, she's smiling, she's licking her teeth, she's in pouting. It's just sometimes less is more, and she's she's been off for how long? It's been well over a year with her injury. Get some acting lessons, because you suck. You really suck. Before you even open your mouth, I just... I'm put off. Yeah. And it's a shame, because I think she's fantastic in the ring. And then I, when I watch her matches, I feel bad for being, like, negative on her, because I think she's great. I think she's a great talent. But you've had all this time off, and you're still as bad as you were three, four years ago in NXT when it comes to promos. I, I don't like her promo at all. I, and I want her to continue to get better, but every time she, it's, it's not, it's the same thing. And I, I don't, I can't believe it. It sounds like, it, it sounds like a play wrestler. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with what you just said. Th- think of all this kind of great promos. They wrote, okay, Roman Reigns right now. I know he's playing this sort of mob boss, but he's very still. He's very, you believe him. You believe the words he's saying. Whereas so many of these people, they're fidgeting around, they're pulling faces, and it, you know, humans don't do that. Behave like a human, you know? It's just, it's irritating, and it's really off-putting, and along with all her kind of cosplay weird stuff. Pop can. Pop cans. I mean, I love... Pop can now. I love the artist Pop can. I don't know if you're familiar. No. Yeah, great, great artist. You would love him. Okay. Um, I'm sure I would. But... I we need to get W H Park uh, his I can't wait to see when he finds out that Ember Moon was wearing pop tabs as mm. her gear because he he loves to go off on our our best friend W H Park best we didn't w- talk about oh, that yeah. <laughs> shout out W H Park post Perez postwrestling.com and his uh, all his New Japan stuff and all his Japanese wrestling coverage that mm. he does he's the man when it comes to that uh, he's back in Canada he's back in Canada he's back in the six Just working down the road from us so we. Uh, we had a nice little evening. We had a trade. You want to hear the greatest trade I've ever made? Oh, yeah. I traded a White Claw for Strong Zero. Yeah, shout out WH Park for traveling miles. And I mean, probably literally millions or thousands, whatever. million miles. <laughs> a million miles. He flew a million a miles. A million miles. <laughs> to deliver Strong Zero to us. So uh, tip my hat to him. For doing that, uh, I think we got the better of the trade. He, he's a fan of White Claws, though. Yeah, I, I was surprised, and I, I think he no, he's got in, class. I think he went in wanting to dislike White yeah. Claw because I know what WH Park's like. <laughs> he, he didn't want to like it. We yeah. gave him a mango White Claw, and he he thought it was terrific. He's like, "Damn it, this is great." He's like, "Damn it, that's good. It's nice. You got me." He's mm-hmm. like, "It's good." Uh, but that was a lovely evening that we had. So we got to have another one where we ask him about Ember Moon's gear. We could do a best the, the gear, gear ever. Is, the gear is the least of my worries with the Ember Moon. So what does she need? Uh, she needs to turn here. Learn how to talk. Okay. All right. Poor Ember Moon. Leave Ember Moon alone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so mean. Tony wasn't good either. <laughs> you just hate everything. 
we get a video package for later tonight, uh, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, and it basically cuts to different NXT superstars and backstage personnel of who they think is going to win. And we see, uh, Road Dog, who thinks Rhea Ripley's gonna win tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't really know if I want your thoughts on who's going to win tonight or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Shawn Michaels, uh, he also, uh, I can't remember who Shawn picked actually. All I know is it cuts to Triple H, the godfather here of NXT, Uncle Paul, and he just throws EO under the bus. He goes, yeah, I think Rhea's winning. <laughs> what the fuck? Papa Trips, what are you doing? You're supposed to support your... Your girl, the champion. Well, he did, because he then wrote EO to win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But, like, he was so, like, nonchalant. Rhea Ripley. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) just thought it was funny. We go to our next match, which is the match we were hyping up. Ember Moon and Tony Storm versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And... This starts with, of course, Dakota and Raquel. They got a bone to pick with everyone because they're the mean people here. They're the bad dogs here. They, they're tired of people taking their spots. And that's exactly what Tony Storm and Ember Moon are going to do. Um, Ember tags in and hits a, a boot to Raquel early on. There's a picture in picture where uh, Raquel now is in the ring with Tony and she's just throwing her around the submission moves and just Throwing, I, I will say, I think after seeing Raquel versus Ripley, I see Raquel in a different light now. I'm like, oh, you, I really go. like her. You've improved so much. Yeah, absolutely. I think she's one of the, she should have a big future in this company because, uh, she's got the size and a lot of the bigger women in the company. I'm looking at you, Tamina and Nia Jax are pretty terrible. So if she can continue improving and work on her mic skills and stuff as well. The sky's the limit for her because you always need those kind of beasts, the monsters, don't you? You always need that in wrestling for the David Goliath stories. They're so easy to do. And I think Raquel Gonzalez is fantastic. And I know WH is a fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. He was saying that his favorite NXT superstar was in – and this is is not – like, we're not joking. He actually did say – not on a show, but he did say he's a big fan. We asked him if he watched NXT, and he's like, yeah, Raquel Gonzalez. I was like, okay. Cool. So, uh, big fan. So, Raquel Gonzalez, during picture-in-picture, throwing Tony around. When we come back, Ember finally tags in and hits a series of moves, including her jumping top rope code breaker. There's a running back senton. But Raquel picks up Ember into, the, like, the Canadian backbreaker, into the gory special submission hold. This move is fantastic. And then Ember finally gets out of it, and then she just pounces Ember. Like a football tackle. Looked great. Ember tags Tony back in, who's now going at it with Dakota Kai. And every time Kai tries to hit Tony, she counters with a German suplex and then another one and then a third German suplex and then the running hip attack into the corner and then the fisherman suplex all for a two count. There's a series of boots changed back and forth. And then Ember, like on the outside, gets thrown like almost over the announced into the announced team yeah. essentially and the announced team kind of like Vic and Wade Barry are like oh whoa 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 and while all that's happening Tony gets a roll up and Amber Moon and Tony Storm get the victory here but it seems like the victory uh doesn't last long as Candice and Indy Hartwell come out and they they attack and now it's like a four on two assault here where it's Raquel Gonzalez just hitting everyone with tornado bombs. I mean, the two 
with the Texas tornado bombs. And then <laughs> it says it's either the crowd or the quote unquote crowd, the referee, someone telling Candace like, hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Back up. Don't do that. And Candace says, hey, excuse you. Don't tell me what to do. I love that. <laughs> it, it, it felt so genuine. It didn't yeah. feel like a character. It's like, don't tell me what to do. Night and day from the Ember Moon promo. Oh, really. 100%. And this was a throwaway, like, Don't tell comment. me what to do. Yeah, uh, that that was very it, funny. It sounded like someone, you know, wanting to speak to the manager. And sort of like, lady, if you can come, don't call me lady. Don't <laughs> tell me what to do, you know? It felt like that. Loved it. Um, really, Karen Lorray. Yes. Really enjoyed this match, actually. I thought uh, I, I was kind of shitting on Ember and Tony a little there, but the match was, they're both great in the ring and as i said raquel really stands out to me there was a great moment where i think it was ember trying to make the tag to tony and raquel like slides under the apron ran round to the outside to like come back in because she couldn't get her from behind to push her out the way it was a massive like pounce yeah to stop her from making the tag i thought that looked really cool and so we're getting team shotzi versus team laray at war games so Team Laray, it looks like we've already got. It's Dakota, Raquel, uh, Indy, and Candice. Huge spot for Indy Hartwell. Yeah, I'd say. Who's had just a handful of matches on TV. Very yeah. big spot for her. Um, what do you think... Uh, who do you think the fourth member of Team Shotzi is going to be? So who do we have on Team Shotzi? Shotzi, Tony, and Ember. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, maybe Io? You don't think EO's going to defend the title at all? Oh, yeah, I guess she should. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a war games. It's war games. Women's war games. True. You've had, yeah, you've had the champions in there before. Because uh, Candice, I mean, everyone seems to be gunning for EO regardless. We've seen now baby faces, heels. Yeah. Everyone just wants to go. And that's the way it should be. Everyone wants the title. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the star power in that match, you'd add EO. But uh, I want to see her jump off the top of a cage again. Yeah. What if you did... Um took someone from main roster like you had with KO last year. Well, we'll get to KO yeah. in a little bit. And he loves war game seasons. It but is there anyone you'd like to see? Well, we got to get the war games return of the NXT UK champion, women's champion over there. Wasn't it? Remember, she, remember she joined the war games? Oh man. yeah, true. Remember that? Yeah. No, She's still champion. Really. Yeah. <laughs> She's still champion. She's by still the way. champion. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Vol Is she, has she held it longer than Volta or? Oh. She's been champion for a long time. No, oh, I think Walter's hold it long. Walter won it at the show we were at, right? Yeah. Like in New York. Take yeah. over New York. I think she was... Was she champ before then? <sighs> John Cena, if he's still in the chat. Someone go in the live Someone chat. Fact go, check, fact check that. When did... Get her... Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, yeah. Yeah. She'll come back. She'll join... T oh, no. She can be, she's a heel. She's though. a heel. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Someone cool. Like, personally, i just love to see someone like Sasha come down. Oh, imagine. That'd, That'd be great. Be, I think, and Sasha seems like the kind of person who's like, I didn't get war games when I was in NXT. I kind of want to do that. Uh, but there are other options just on the NXT roster as it is. Someone in the in the chat is like, if anyone can find Zia Lee. <laughs> <laughs> There's obviously Zia. <laughs> There's a bigger match happening at war games, and it's going to involve Zia Oh, Lee. I think so. Yeah. Uh, apparently... Kaylee Ray won it way after Walter. So Walter is still long. Uh, in August. So, oh, that's pretty much the same, time, the same time, right? Yeah. March, May, yeah, April. Yeah, because Mania is oh, April. Yeah. So just a few months yeah. after. Wow. Still long. 
longest reigning NXT UK women's champion Absolutely. of all time. Of all time. She's been saying that a lot. Has she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Of course you <laughs> I, I've only seen it's that. It's like when JR on AEW is like, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page are the best AEW tag team champions of all time. I'm like, they... They're the second. The, the, <laughs> still, the one that gets me is, was it Jericho's neighbor when he was a kid, the old lady? It's like, oh, eh, ever since Jericho was a young boy, I knew he was going to be AEW World Heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> this is like three months into Dynamite. That's fair. Uh, the chatter reminding us that maybe as the time you're listening to this, Kaylee Ray will lose the title, possibly. There's a match she has defending oh. it against Piper Niven. So uh go check that out if Great. you're interested in NXT UK. After that banger of a match, you know, maybe NXT UK is something you could check out weekly. I'll wait here if I should or not. Gotcha. All right. I see what you mean. So we have now, uh yeah, who? let us know at Up Next Podcast. Who's joining Team Shotzi? Who do you want to see right out on the tank? Not <laughs> Rusev and Lana. <laughs> but people who like tanks. Yeah. Yeah. Be all right. Yeah, let, let us know. Uh, so we have uh, a car pulling up, and of course, it's the brand. And Pat says, the show has arrived. Tonight, the champ is addressing the crowd, and we're interested in what he has to say. So more on that later. We go to our next match. Timothy Thatcher versus August Gray. This is the match set up a few weeks ago with Thatch Can's School of Hard Knocks and Gray basically being like, hey, you're a Bad teacher. You shouldn't be <laughs> teaching people moves if you're going to hurt people. Didn't work out for Bill DeMai. It won't work out for you, Thatcher. That's very true. But it's happening. The match, Thatcher versus Gray. Gray's got kind of a Saved by the Bell vibe with his his gear here. It's cool. Thatcher runs down to the ring. Uh, I've never really mentioned mentioned or talked about his, his Titantron, where it's like the lock and the key. It looks like John Cena's padlock. I was Thatcher's? expecting him to come out with it, but he right. didn't wear it. Um he throws his jacket at Gray to kind of get the the advantage early on here um, and starts beating down on him. Gray, early on, counters Thatcher into a backslide pin, and I swear I thought he was going to win with it. He's like, Thatcher's been training these dudes on all these technical holds, and it's a backslide that beats you right away. That would have been so funny. Didn't happen. Um, but imagine. Thatcher gets pissed and hits him with this huge belly-to-belly suplex, a thing of beauty, to be honest. Thatcher now beats down on him. He's grinding him. All these leg holds, submission holds. Gray tries to fight back, but jumps into an uppercut from Thatcher, an underhook suplex, and then the, the like, the, the holding of, like, it's like a front guillotine. They called it the gravat, not the cravat. Gravat? Yeah, gravat. Okay. Not a, you know, technical, uh, Wrestling, the wrestling holds sometimes they're hard right. to describe, but they called it that. And August Gray taps out immediately. Thatcher beats him here and he kind of yells at him after the match. Here's your, here's your lesson of the day. Don't pick a fight with someone you can't beat. And it's funny he should say that because Champa's music hits. Tomasa yeah, Champa. Cause he goes to apply it again. Yeah. He's he going to beat him up again. again. He's saved. Champa comes down, and it's a, a stare-off of these two hard dudes in the ring. Champa, Thatcher, basically teasing an upcoming match between these two. And I'll get to it right now. Mine as well. After the break, Mackenzie with Champa. Hey, why did you come out and stare down Thatcher? Well, I'm going to be direct. 
I want to fight Thatcher. So we're getting that match. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for that, actually. I think that's a, a great matchup. Um, the match itself tonight uh, wasn't a whole lot. It's just to kind of really set up this angle here with, with Tommaso Ciampa. Um, it, it seems a bit disconnected from the promo Ciampa cut last week. That's, I have an that's issue my that. only criticism yeah. because um, his promo last week about was kind of like these kids coming in feeling like they're owed something and not having to work for it and and is kind of saying that I've worked for everything I've done. Timothy Thatcher is a guy who's worked really hard to get where he is, you know? He doesn't... It, his promo basically felt like he'd be calling out a Austin Theory. That kind of... Like a young, arrogant person. New people. Yeah. Not Timothy Thatcher. That being said... I think Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa sounds fantastic. And if we can get away now from this school of Thatcher's Thatch can and just move into a, a serious feud between these two, like, hard asses, you yeah. know, I think this could be really good. I'm actually really excited for this. You're laughing because I said hard asses. <laughs> what is it that we, we say sometimes? It's from uh, Gervais, Ricky Gervais. Oh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah, hard. <laughs> Sorry, I just did a British accent, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Is it The Office? Probably. Right when he's like, oh, you're hard. Oh, you're hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the, the way you think. No, I know. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Champa, Thatcher, probably happening at war games but we'll get there when we get there damien priest comes out he has a scheduled matchup but he's instantly attacked by johnny gargano and they start battling johnny has the upper hand there's signature strikes from both guys going back and forth they're basically just fighting that beating the hell out of each other when leon ruff runs down to the ring with a chair that accidentally gets slammed into Priest, sending him to the outside. He super kicks Gargano. And then every time Gargano and Priest are trying to fight each other, it's rough getting in the mix and sending them out to the outside. And he gets the best of both of them and then does like a, a, a spot where he is in the ring by himself. And there's this great shot of both guys like rising up at the same time, like, wait a second. And then they go into the ring to chase him at the same time. And he jets out of there and runs away with the title and he's like ah i got i got the upper hand i think they actually I showed you quite a good job with ruff making him seem a bit more serious he's still he's still the underdog in all of this but now i think he showed enough where oh he's got the smarts and the ability to actually maybe uh outsmart these guys and beat them i think they did quite a good job building him up this week yeah okay so earlier we were like hey look it's it's definitely, he's the punchline here. But now they're definitely, after this angle, they're trying to tell you, like, no, 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 it's going to be a... I mean, here, Priest and Gargano were the punchline. Yeah, they right? were the ones that were, yeah. like, left not getting what they wanted. So, uh, it seems that we will be going towards a triple threat match down the line for maybe war games between the three I of them. so, yeah. Uh, so, we'll get to, to that later. But, uh, yeah. Wade Barrett on commentary, says he's got a bit of bad news that he will not be here next week for commentary. So someone will be taking his place, and that someone is Kevin Owens. He heard it was War Games again? Yeah. He's like, hey, remember when I fought randomly? In that one war I just really wanted to be in a War Games match. <laughs> he's not so he's back. War Games season. Do you, do you think this will just be a commentary gig? 
uh, for a week, or do you actually see some sort of angle being set up with KO? Because what is he doing right now? He would be great. Obviously, the talk of Zelina Vega gone, Alistair Black, you know, does the sheet saying he wanted to come back to NXT, and they said, nah. Really? So there's that, but now's the time. I, I what I the issue I have with NXT, and I think I've said it for the past little while now, is not hot. It's not the cool no, show. It's not. The star power is not here anymore. All the guys they built up have been like <laughs> floundering on the main roster. Um, and sure, they're like career wise, they're probably making good money and stuff. But like, it's this show is just kind of floating. It doesn't really have that hot factor. And I feel like if you started to bring other people down who maybe just wanted to do the artistic kind of stuff, Finn Balor to me seemed like, hey, I'm not doing anything. This could be cool. And it's totally worked. So why not do it with other people? Obviously, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens, he would be a great fit in this. I'm interested to hear him on commentary because him on the stick is way underutilized in the WWE compared to like some of the shit he was coming out of his mouth in the indies. Like he used to be a king. So when is, um, when is Omega? Uh, the second, age? I think. The second. December 2nd. Oh, winter wow. is coming. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you could just do a quick thing to set up a TV match with Kevin Owens. Yeah. I don't think it would be big enough to kind of, yeah, take down, uh, Omega versus Mox, but right. I, I think they'll try and do something that week. So maybe rather than being a permanent thing in NXT, you could do a, a quick little angle with KO. Sure. Uh, any of these guys coming down to NXT would make sense. Like uh, Alistair Black, yeah, he shouldn't have left. What has he done except not answer He's his sat door? sat in a room and got blinded. Yeah, yeah. Well, he could come back and put blindfolds on. Yeah, he could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin Steen next week on commentary with Vic Joseph. It'll be interesting. You'll hear Kevin Owens calling all the moves <laughs> and Vic Joseph not calling all the moves. <laughs> okay. We're getting to the spot. The part of the show, you all came here. To, we talked about the War Games announcement, sure, but we want to get to the, the real story of the show. And that is the continuation of the hottest, oh boy. hottest angle in all of professional wrestling right now. And that is the Zia Lee slash Boa storyline. It's not, it's no longer just the Zia Lee storyline. It's the Zia Lee and Boa storyline for yeah. sure. Okay. So we have a recap of Boa and I, I'm not sure what they, they said, but it seemed to, that seemed to be the master is what the master is coming. Um, yes, it was, uh, sorry, I've got the Shi, Shifu. Okay. Shifu, which is, I believe, Chinese they said for it, master. They says it translates to master. Yeah. So the master is coming. Then it gets real weird right now. We go to a video that was sent in from last night. And we see a camera behind the shoulders of William Regal. He, he, there's a camera following him. As he goes to Boa's house and knocks on the door, Boa... Answers the door, and he looks like he's been playing PS5 for, like, four days straight. He looked like he's been dressing up as evil. He had the makeup under his eyes, They right? clearly put the makeup to make him look like he's, he's exhausted tired. and not sleeping and scared and tired and drinking or who knows what. But It, it just looked like Regal walked it, in with Boa playing with his makeup. He's like, ding dong, your Uber Eats is here. Oh, hey, hey, whoa, you all right, man? You good? <laughs> you all right there? And he's like, yeah. He goes, Boa... Where have you been? I've been looking for you. You were supposed to be at the PC this week. No PC. No training. Well, 
Boa, you, you have to come to the PC. She's coming. What? Who's coming? Zaya? Zaya Lee? No, she's not coming. Well, where's Zaya? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's coming. <laughs> segment of the year right here shout out boa with his eye makeup on yeah he looked like me after a rough night he looks like me thursdays usually <laughs> um where do we unpack how do we unpack this what do you have to say about this so uh the the kind of strong theory is that she she is karen q is it yes okay right. okay i'm not too familiar with Karen Q. Right. Uh, she's been in NXT a while, but got injured. Apparently was teaming with Zaya in house shows and stuff. Um, I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm still loving this story. What is going and on? I want to see how they package whoever she is. Okay, so so William Regal's not tried just calling. I guess he's tried calling him, but no call. So he's got to go to his fucking house outside the Performance Center somewhere in Florida. And is like, yo, Boa, you need to show up. And he's like, no. Uh, he's scared. He's Regal shook. was busy today. <laughs> he's way too busy to be chasing down Boa at his house. What's going he's on? He's really mad because he then, he was busy chasing down Boa, didn't get to announce war games. That's why. Yeah. Wow. Boa costed us not, yeah. the, not getting the war games announcement. I think so. Fucking Boa. Uh, so Karen Q is what we're assuming, is who we're assuming he's talking about. She is coming. And it seems like, if we're putting the pictures together, the the, the pieces here together, is Zia Lee kept losing, mm. so someone's really mad. Is that someone, the, the master, Q? Yeah, I guess. I mean, NXT's known for having love for Q. <laughs> You've lost me. It's okay. <laughs> so, let us know. Do you think it's Karen Q? We had some people in the chat mentioning, uh, uh, we mentioned Sa- Satamura. Um, Sakamura, sorry. Mako Satamura? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the rumor is for her to be in NXT UK. Yeah. To beat Kaylee Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Or Piper Niven, come on. Or Piper Niven, sure. Uh, yeah, I I definitely think it's Karen Q here coming in, but, uh, I'm just interested. Is this gonna be like a team with the, the old dude? We still don't know what's going on with the old Chinese man. Where's he? The Shifu, yeah. Yeah, where's he at? Like, there's so many questions. And what's Boa doing in his house? He's quarantining, clearly, but like... A lot of people are saying that he just got the PS5 and he's been playing yeah. that all okay. the time that so works. far. Yeah, that's how I imagine it. I hope he's okay. hope Zaya Lee's okay. She wasn't here. Regal's like, hey, where's Zaya? Yeah, why is... Re- realistically, why is Regal not going to Zaya's house? We're getting that next week. But she's been gone longer. <laughs> he's like... Come on, you, you keep missing. The, yeah, true. You should be at the PC. Yeah, you were, you, were supposed to, you asked me to, for a match against Raquel. I gave it to you and you didn't show up. Where are you? Yeah, realistically, he's a bad boss. He should be already looking for Zaya. And then Boa goes missing. And now he's like, what is going on? Where are my <laughs> talent going here? And who is this old dude? The master. Oh, there's so, there's so many. I love it. It's great. <laughs> What's better? Who attacked Alistair Black? Or who... Oh, it's not even a question. It's yeah. this story. Yeah. And we don't even know what happens yet. No? Yeah. Wow. Are you I'm... saying it's Johnny Gargano? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> the master. <laughs> I'd fucking lose it. <laughs> She's coming. Who? Candice? <laughs> what, does Zia Lee come back? Kicking down the doors? Kicking everyone in the face? Gets yeah. in the ring? Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I'm right here. Oh, good stuff. Oh, 
I can't wait to see what happens, but I want now William Regal getting like dog the bounty hunter. We need some people chasing down. Where is Zia Lee? Why isn't she showing up? Why is why is Boas so scared? Is like why are they so scared of this person? Yeah. We need to know why they're actually scared of whatever they're scared of. So more of that to come. But William Regal backstage, like current time, because this the video that we were talking about was from last night. <laughs> Back in real time, William Regal is with Leon Ruff, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I had to pause here, because shouldn't he be happy that Ruff kind of stood up for himself and got involved as a fighting champion? Yeah. I thought so. I thought William, William Regal was a little backwards here. Uh, and Ruff is like, I am a fighting champion. I'm not a joke. I want to face both of them. Do you think it's partly Regal looking out for this kid because he also sees him as a joke and thinks he's out of his depth and that's why he's like what are you doing because you're gonna get yourself killed you know yeah you're he's out looking of here i think i think that's what it is more so than hey why did you do that yeah like that was naughty because you're right you would you should stand up for yourself but i see it more like a dad being like those kids are big son like <laughs> pick your fights you know yeah uh, but he wants to fight both of them, so I'm imagining that's the War Games match, or one of the matches, Triple Threat. We go to our main event, sort of, kind of. It is our main event, but there's more after it. Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley, NXT Women's Championship on the line. Ripley has obviously been on this the story of her downfall since WrestleMania, but they haven't gotten that one-on-one shot where she lost the title to EO and now is her chance. Uh, early on, EO does a backflip, lands on her feet and hits a forearm to Ripley. They fight on the outside. Rhea hits her with an electric chair face drop onto the apron and back in the ring, there's a counter to a suplex and then it's rolled into the actual suplex from Ripley. Good looking spot. It tells, they, they tell us in the, in the corner of the screen that Finn Balor has arrived. Also walks through the parking lot safely. I was nervous. I thought all all night we're seeing people <laughs> walk through the parking lot. Of course it's going to be. But he's arrived and he's ready to talk after this match. Back to the match. Rhea Ripley is stretching EO out. But she, Shirai comes back with a German suplex off like the top rope here. Looks great. Rhea Ripley goes flying across the ring. Uh, back and forth. In the standing, Io Shirai again with a, a backflip, landing on her feet, but this time hitting the Shote, and then a Quesadora roll up into the stomp, like a standing stomp here. Looks great. And then Rhea's like seated here. Io hits the ropes, runs at her with a seated dropkick, and this is on the money. This, this seated dropkick hits Rhea in all sorts of ways. Her face goes one way, her head goes one way, and her ears go the other. Yeah, she just kicked her in the face. This was <laughs> she nuts. She kicked her in the this face. This was nuts. Don't fuck with Io Shirai. And then it shows Rhea Ripley's just, her ear is bleeding. And this is a lot of blood. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Rhea has the stretched ears. The stretchers. And quite the a few piercings as well. Yeah. Um... Which I think look cool, but Ouch. maybe not most sensible thing in like a contact sport because this looked nasty. Yeah, this is not this is not curling. This is fighting, and like if you're gonna fight, you're gonna get these clipped. And this yeah. is what happened here. This looked so painful. Really, I did, really painful. I don't have any piercings, and this made me go, "Oh God!" I can only imagine someone watching with spacers or with piercings in your ears, looking at. I don't know what happened, but there is a lot of blood on the side of Rhea Ripley's face here, and Rhea Ripley is is beaten down here, and 
It's Io Shirai who starts to work the arm and the elbow, twisting it and hitting shoulder breakers on the apron. And and that's all during Picture in Picture. But when we come back, there's now crazy knees to the face. Rhea Ripley's like, yeah, you want to you wanna hit me in the face? I'll hit you in the face. And gets like the cravat lock and then just the, the knee strikes to the face. And then the prism trap. Someone should tell Vic Joseph that's the name of the move. Uh, and then starts spinning Io Shirai around and then drops her into like a seated grapevine prism trap. But Io gets the ropes. There's then the riptide attempt. But it's countered into this crazy flying armbar from Io Shirai. Yeah, Io was um, doing so many... It, it was like watching Kushida almost. Yeah. She was attacking that arm so much during this match with every opportunity, different arm bars, arm breakers. Looked very cool. This spot where she goes for the riptide and then counters it into the armbar. It's then countered again into a riptide. And then she counters it again into the hold. It's crazy. Uh, but then there's the armbar. Rhea Ripley gets her foot on the rope. They have to break that hold. As Rhea is getting up, Io goes for the 619, misses it once, misses it twice, hits the shote, sends Rhea into the other side of the ring, and then finally hits the tiger faint kick, the 619, the missile drop kick, and then goes for a moonsault but misses it. And gets hit with this lariat, turning her literally inside out, upside down, always around. And then Rhea goes for the Riptide. Uh, it reminds me of that song. And then this Riptide is then countered again into this crazy satellite DDT from Io Shirai. Jeez. Yeah, these counters from the Riptide wow. were super impressive. And she just spiked her head first here. Uh, Io Shirai doesn't, isn't able to capitalize as Rhea eventually gets onto the apron here, outside of the ropes, on the apron. Io Shirai, in the ring, runs at her, jumps over with a sunset flip, lands on her feet, and then powerbomb to Rhea through the announce table. This is crazy. You, Io Shirai is not tall like she's pretty tiny oh very small. and Rhea is one of the biggest women on your whole roster and she runs with her on her shoulders really impressive and uh this spot was just great this I, I was really insane this this was crazy considering the size difference between them like you said but yeah it's her running in the ring doing the sunset flip it's almost like she doesn't have her and then she does and then the, the power the, the table's right there she's like yeah all right Boom, drops her. The table explodes into a million pieces. Io Shirai gets into the ring and she's like gassed from this. The ref starts the count out. Rhea Ripley's laying there, starts to move, gets up. The ref is at a nine count. Ripley rolls into the ring in the last second, but she's gassed. While she's doing that, Io climbs up top, hits the moonsault to the back, to the butt, whatever you want to call it. And Io Shirai pins Rhea Ripley to retain the NXT Women's Championship. I love the finish. Um, I, I really like that spot in matches. Osprey does it a lot where someone's trying to beat the or 20 count yeah. in New Japan. And as soon as they get in, he does kind of the coast-to-coast drop kick. I really like this with Rhea managed to beat the count, but she was too exhausted to kind of make it to her feet. And Io capitalized with the moonsault. I thought it was a great finish. Really, really good match. Um, this saved this, the show for me. This saved the show. It put me in a better mood. Uh, these two didn't disappoint at all. They worked really hard. Um, something I I didn't. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, the the body of the match itself was was fantastic. I thought. Yeah, I, I actually thought this this 
technically is our main event, but it didn't really main event because we're going to go into something completely mm. right after this. But this saved the show for me completely. I said we needed star power. Io Shirai is the star here, and I feel like she's not been a main focus. She's had these these title like matches, but she's not been a main focus. And finally getting this retribution challenge from Ripley, she deserved this this match. And to kind of see it finally happen... <clears throat> it totally delivered for me. This was this was a really good match. I highly recommend checking out Io Shirai. Or always, I watch an Io Shirai match, and then I'm always remembered that A, Io Shirai gets me high, and B, Io Shirai is better than your favorite wrestler. She's great, but both of these women were fantastic here. I, I think I said to you, we were about two seconds into the match, and they locked up and went, oh, here we go. Yeah, finally. It just felt like, oh, the, yeah. we're going to get some good wrestling here. Yeah. Right away, you could just feel it. Yeah, I agree. And the whole, the rest of the show was so lackluster. Rhea Ripley has stepped up. She's been in a series of good, some good matches. This was this was my favorite Rhea Ripley match to date. I really like the one I she had so. with Charlotte. Yeah, but this was my favorite Ma- Rhea Ripley match. My issue with Rhea a lot of the time is is character. Yeah, um, but I can't fault her in the ring. Right after this match, she she's like crying. They're both kind of beat up. She's bleeding. She's crying, and she like hugs Eo, and she's like, "You deserve it. You deserve it. You beat me." Like they hug it out. Her ears fucked. She's got the spacer out now because she's scared. Her ears gonna be have like a fucking hole in it or something. And then like they celebrate and they walk I, off. I laughed actually because you can see uh, they they shake hands like at the bottom of the ramp, have a little hug, and you can see Rhea's going for Eo's hand to to raise it. Um, but EO is trying to like grab the belt so she can hold it up with two arms above <laughs> her head. So Rhea just goes yeah. ah, and just smacks her on the bum <laughs> and walks off. So EO Shirai celebrating, but as this, this she's celebrating, Finn Balor's music hits and he's already on the other side of the, are- the 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 arena here and he's coming in or not arena but venue comes in here and he's into the ring and he says first things first. I'm the realist. No, he says, first things first, Io Shirai, congratulations on a hard-fought victory. You deserve to be the women's champ. But let's get down to business. Finn Balor with his leather jacket, his title, his Prince shirt, his own Prince shirt, not Prince. He says, the last time you saw me, I defended the title with a broken jaw in two places. And well, now I stand here with three plates in my jaw. And you, you all saw, you all see that I'm a bad son of a bitch. But he's interrupted. Because it's the brand. Three plates in his jaw look like a bunch of marbles as well. Because his big his mouth is still pretty messed up. I don't Damn. know if this is going to be permanent, but yeah, he he took some damage. Yeah, to it looks jaw. different. Yeah, he looked different. His face looked different. Out comes the brand, Pat McAfee, with his boys, the Pat Pack. He says, "Oh look, everyone! It's Mister Broken Jaw Man, the Prince, sipping steaks through smoothies for the last six weeks, eh?" Well, that you may realize this is our house now. You don't watch the industry. The industry watches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been sitting at home with your wife and you got to see what we were doing. I know you saw what we were doing. We took out Drake Maverick, the little dude with the good hair and his friend Shrek. We, we boom. Pete Dunn kicked him with the car door and that big hairy bastard's dead. Drake Maverick, dead. Breezango. And then he starts to do the Breezango theme song dance, dude. <laughs> dead everyone dead so finn what are you gonna do i'll tell you what you're gonna do you you have respect you have respect of ireland so why don't you just respect us and just hand over the nxt championship we've been running this show top to bottom and if you you don't agree with us 
you're going to end up dead. So this obviously pisses off Finn Balor. And he says, well, it's easy for the mice to play when the cat is away. And the cat is back. And look what the cat dragged in. Shock the system. Outcome. Undisputed era. In very nice matching hoodies. Oh, I like their hoodies a lot. Yeah. They come down. Now, we're talking about crowns. If there was a crowd now, whew, Undisputed Era coming back. It's a brawl. The Pat Pack versus Undisputed Era while Finn Balor's just in the ring kind of chilling like, nice, cool. And they go to work. Adam Cole beats the hell out of Pat McAfee with his pump kick, like knocking him out on the outside here. All guys are brawling. And we go off the air. No William Regal to come out and tell us what we all wanted to hear. War games! Yeah. Um, but we can pretend it happened. It's been confirmed that it is these teams okay, in yeah. war games. But yeah, I wanted yeah. Regal on a perch, <laughs> yelling. <laughs> but I will say, um, I, I, we, we kind of were like, oh, why don't the women get the main event spot? Like, great match to end the show. But it was a hot little angle to kind of go off with. Uh, we all, we all knew this was the match. I called them the, the Pat Pack, aka the team we randomly put together for a war games match. And that's exactly what this is. This is a war games match for the Undisputed Era. So that is happening. All four guys. Yeah. I, I didn't like this ending the show. Okay. I felt EO and Rhea, that's a, takeover worthy main event it's yeah. been built quite a while eo lost the title to charlotte then she lost in the triple threat and she's been really trying to build herself up having stupid feuds with robert stonebrand and stuff like that it felt like a solid enough main event and i think the women should have had the respect of ending um with them both standing tall and i i kind of saw that as a call-up for Rhea as well yeah me too which I Pour think, a little out. I think it it just felt a little disrespectful for me, Finn coming out and be like, yeah, give it up to the ladies. Didn't they do a good job? Anyway, let's get to the real business here. Um, so, but that aside, I think this is what we expected to happen uh, with uh, UE versus the brand, the Kings, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Did you take from this that uh, Finn's not ready either? Because he didn't do any physicality. Uh, didn't address the title. I assume we're not having any sort of defense at um, TakeOver. So we're games. not getting Pat versus Finn. We're not getting Pat versus Finn. I wouldn't be surprised if we just get um, maybe if Cross is ready by then. Hmm. Cross versus Finn at Rumble TakeOver. Right, okay. Um, Makes more sense. Because I, Finn didn't look ready. I wouldn't he want... He could talk, yeah. but his jaw still looks completely messed up. And that's okay, because then realistically, we have two War Games matches. We probably have Champa versus Thatcher. You, you the triple threat. Yeah. Right. So there's some, there's other matches you've got, we got. You, oh yeah. You've got enough there to, um, to fill a card. You don't need the title defended. And you also have a, I mean, not only did Cross not lose the title, but he's got a gripe. Hey, why does this guy get a hold on to it? And I had to give it up. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I don't think Finn's ready. Angle was cool. I just, I felt you could have either done this next week or done it earlier in the show. I think the women You could have done it before to, the main event. Yeah. I think so. I, I, the, the highlight of the show was that match for me. It Io also, Shirai. it also showed me that EO was going to retain because you're not going to have a title change and then Finn's. do Finn. Yeah. Uh, you'd close on a title change, whereas a 
someone retaining. Maybe he was late. Maybe. Walking through the parking lot. Thought it was rude. Yeah. Show up on time. Yeah. You've been at home this whole time. Did you forget when the show ends? Because you you really were pushing it. You showed up right at the end. They always do this in wrestling, though. Like, come on, be there before it starts. You know there's, like, overrun and they're paying for this shit. You better show up yeah. and cut your promo. Uh, but uh, it was fine. And I'm interested in seeing – I think Cross and Finn is obviously a match we're going to get. Is it going to happen at War Games? Probably not. And I assume soon. War Games is going to be at this new venue, do you assume? True, right. Um, in, in Tampa. I, yeah, they've, they've got this place in Tampa. Yeah. So I assume – Probably something orange in the name or sun. <laughs> it's Florida. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, obviously – you probably can't have this at the CWC. No, you can't. I don't think you'd have space for it. Um, but yeah, overall, a pretty weak show, I thought. I loved the main event. I thought the main event was great. Yeah, it I think was. War Games actually on paper so far looks like it'll be great. I'm sure that'll be a fantastic takeover. Uh, Tropicana Field, uh, Frank yeah. in the chat room is telling us. Um, so, but yeah, apart from the main, a very weak episode again, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, to me... I- it lacked star power, and then it came in the second half with this main yeah. event, and then the, the the guys coming out, undisputed era, and all that stuff. It reminded like felt like the way it used to be. So, but yeah, definitely check out Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. That was a banger. I really enjoyed that. Um, one of my favorite defenses from Io, I'd say. Maybe one yeah. of my favorite Io matches too. I really, yeah. really, really, really I liked, liked it. it. Let's see what you thought about NXT forum.postwrestling.com. We'll read anything you post on the forum here. I'll start with Chris from Pennsylvania. The show started off a little slow, but the second hour was packed with an awesome main event, a great closing angle, and the hottest storyline in pro wrestling, the Zia Lee saga. The only real complaint is that we didn't get an appearance by Regal at the very end to declare war games. Overall, a solid show tonight that finished hot and set up a lot of interesting options going forward. We have mystery. Hiya! Just a bit of feedback tonight. Rhea and Io beat the devil out of each other. Holy shit. I have to think Rhea is main roster bound after that match and the hug, though. Hell yeah, Undisputed Era is back. I still wish Bobby Fish was gone, though. Ah, oh, poor Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and our last one here, Leon, uh, sorry, Crooked Letter 9. Leon Ruff went from an underdog to determined babyface in the course of two hours, being inter- inserted into the Priest Gargano feud has paid dividends for everyone involved. Grimes Loomis went unresolved. It was hilarious when Cameron attacked the referee blindfolded. Storm Moon versus Kai Gonzalez was good, and the post-match attack by Candice and Indy has planted the seeds for War Games. War Games! Io Shirai versus Ripley shut it down in the main event and could spell the end of Rhea's time in NXT. My gut tells me her redemption story lies elsewhere. Charlotte Flair, perhaps. And it was great to see Finn Balor healthy, and before any answers were revealed, Pat McAfee cut him off, leading to a full babyface UE getting their payback to close the show show strong bounce back from last week and i think war games will be in the tropicana field i will die on this hill okay Okay. all right well that's it (laughs) that's up next for this week um join us again tomorrow on both the youtube and twitch channel youtube.com forward slash up next twitch.tv forward slash up next podcast because we will be crowning an undisputed champion in the bde games it is the Survivor Series Draft 2. John Ceno Evil, Waiting, Andrew Thompson, Braden Harrington, Davey Portman, battling it out. And if you join one of the, the live shows, it'll be absolutely free. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be a Patreon. But if you do miss it, you'll be able to catch the audio on patreon.com 
forward slash up next. Yeah, we're going to find out the Survivor Series dream team. We're going to find out who the sole survivor is, the undisputed champion of our games that we do here every once in a while. So I can't wait to find out. Uh, what was it that 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 was written on Boa's hand, Master? Yeah, that's what they're going to be calling me after I walk out as champion tomorrow night. Join us. I can't wait. It's going to be momentous. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. happen. You're saying we should team up. Uh, we could collude. Hmm. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Survivor Series when, when Sean and Triple H in a triple threat match against John Cena. And then Shawn Michaels just yeah, super kicks Triple that's H. Exactly yeah, what right. it's be. Yeah, you would turn I'll, on me first. I'll throw you into the Titan Troll. <laughs> you would turn on me yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, join us 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll be tweeting all out about it. So, uh, don't miss it. Uh, join us for our watch along on Sunday. Um, and check out our Batman Mask of the Phantasm review coming out on Friday. For free. For free. On this very feed, yes. Patreon.com slash up next. The schedule of all the stuff we've been putting out for November. All the Bat Pass shows. $5 a month gets you access to all the shows. Go check that out. And of course, Instagram, Twitter, at Up Next Podcast. And of course, on the Twitch and YouTubes, as you may have, may not have joined us tonight. But every Wednesday, we'll be doing this after NXT airs. Wednesday nights are for the boys. Thank you for listening. Listening. Thank you for supporting. I think that's it. I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram at the Bray D. And I am at Davy Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Wear your mask. Be safe. And well, William Regal didn't say it, but fuck it, we'll say it. War Games. <laughs> Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.